Imagine it is the autumn and winter of 1816, 1817 in Berlin, and there were gatherings of young poets, artists, and musicians at the home of Friedrich August and Elisabeth von Stegenmann, a lively group, a group of friends at play, serious play, singing together, laughing together in their song play. And they, as it turned out, developed a series of songs that actually had potential, potential to be shared outside their circle of friends. It was like an improvisatory game that delighted them, which they in turn began to see might delight others. What happened then in Berlin sounds something like the serious play that is resulting in a program to be presented this weekend by the Lyric Consort. The program grows out of the relaxed singing of a set of friends who came to see the development of something worthy of sharing with others. Alan Baker is artistic director of the Lyric Consort, an esteemed a cappella vocal ensemble, still coming to terms with the loss of their longtime colleague, tenor Stephen Thomas. All of their loves come together in a program they are calling the Make It Double program. And we'll learn how that came to be. And we observe that it's often Lyric Consort holding out till the end of the season to present their concerts. And Dr. Baker explains. There are only eight of us. So it seems like all the other groups have a lot more singers, a lot more members to juggle schedules. So that just seems, it just seems like we would have the easiest time finding the date. So we just kind of work with what's left over. Also, you could just say it gives us more time to rehearse, I suppose, if you go last. No. In your capacity as artistic director and conductor of the Choral Society, now you're on to lyric. Mm-hmm. So how have you been thinking about what to bring us in the spring when it's really, we're almost back. Let's do it normally, or how are you well, thinking? We sang at Christmas with masks on. I don't know if we'll have masks on on the 22nd or, or not. We said we'd talk about it on the 21st, you know, but we've had them on for like two years, so you can't say you're not used to it by now. Usually we have a program that's centered around some idea. The idea here, just call the program, make it a double. It's just two of everything, but everything is just great variety. So two spirituals, two love songs, two settings of Shakespeare, two two jazz standards, two kind of novelty songs about the ocean, two of the Debussy three songs. You can't do all three with this program. you got to just pick two. So it was a lot of variety, but the program kind of started to come together last, last year. When we went ahead and, and we met, we wanted to sing together. You know, we like each other. It's fun. We felt we were all vaccinated. We felt safe with one another, even though there was no, there was not going to be any kind of end public concert. So we kind of just, well, let's just sing this. Let's just sing this. And it kind of coalesced into this, this program of, of, of twos, you know, I guess I could have called it double date or two for the price of one or something like that. So it's, so it's fun. We're putting the spirituals at the front of the program. You know, the poor spiritual that always gets at least the, the kind of the high octane ones, they always got to put at the end like dessert or something. We're just going to put them at the beginning. Also because they're really, they're kind of low and we run out of low notes after you 
you sing for a while. So you put them at the beginning and the low notes are, are fresh and, and, and strong. The, the highlight of the program is a piece we commissioned in memory of Stephen Thomas. Now we premiered this on May 1st at St. Stephen's at the big celebration concert, but we're going to sing that again. So if anyone was unable to come to that, that concert and you're, you're interested in hearing this piece, it's a, it's, it's a lovely piece and it's a lovely poem when you want to commission something in memory of someone, it's, I mean, that's a, it's a big lift. You want to get it right. And uh, we really looked and looked and looked at, at poems. And you also want to, you don't want a poem that someone else has already said. So it's hard. It's really hard. So ultimately, our composer just, <laughs> after a while, he just suggested, maybe we should just have a poem written from scratch. So, so we had Tony Silvestri who writes a lot of the poems that, like Eric Whitaker has said. He wrote a poem after having some conversations with, with me about, about Stephen and you know, what Stephen was about. And, and it's really lovely. It's called Your Voices Linger, and it's how we can, how we can hear the voice of someone who's no longer with us in, in all kinds of uh, sounds of nature. Um, and Stephen was very, he loved nature. He, he loved it for its kind of restoring powers as well as, you know, its beauty and how we can hear it in songs that we sang together. It's just, it, but it's a lovely, lovely poem. And then it was matched by James Eakin with equally beautiful music. It's already been published. And I think it's going to, I think a lot of people are going to sing this piece because it's, it's beautiful in, in both music and, and the words. So that is, that's definitely going to be a high point of the program. So you're starting with spirituals. You place the piece for Stephen in the in the middle, right before intermission, because after that we probably need to just kind of, yeah. Who wants to follow that? You know, so you put it right there at the intermission, and everyone can sit with it for a bit. Yeah, you know, the second half is lighter. We're singing a piece called "I Do Like to Be Beside the Seaside." It's this British novelty of something you hear like a British brass band kind of playing about. I do like to be, well, that's what it's about. I like to be beside the seaside. <laughs> It'll line that up with the King Singer's arrangement of Under the Sea, you know, from the Little Mermaid. Not not normal, you know, stuff for us. And uh, Embraceable You can line up with A Nightingale Sang in Barclay Square, the Gene Perling arrangement that was kind of brought to fame by the Manhattan Transfer. But we're also going to sing... A big piece by John Tavener, Mater Christi. It's one of these big Catholic Marian pieces, just beautiful. Tudor England before the Reformation, you know, hit. But we're going to pair that up with probably the other really interesting piece on the program is a setting of Salva Regina by a L.A. composer named Paul Gibson. It's the only piece I know by Paul Gibson, but, but it's all based on the Gregorian chant. And indulge me because I find this piece very interesting. But you know, Gregorian chant, kind of in, in its in, intentionally kind of timeless sounding because it mixes these groups of twos and threes. So Gregorian chant, when sung well, kind of defeats your attempt to keep track of time. Like you can't keep a steady beat, you can't tap your foot to it, that type of thing. Well, the whole piece is based on this long chant, and and all the different voice parts are kind of singing this, but at different times and maybe in slightly different keys and stuff. So it's it's modern, but what I think is most interesting about it is is how it kind of defeats your attempts to keep track of it where it is at time time wise. It's not nearly as complicated as something like Messian, you know, who wanted to, in his music, to, to give us a glimpse of the divine or something and went through all kinds of complicated, complicated musical 
devices to defeat time because he thought like meter or this idea of you know looking at your watch it's very it's very human you know to keep track of time of course gregorian chant is timeless but here is this piece written not too long ago that's still capturing kind of that same feeling with but with harmony that's a neat pair. Yeah. And, and I like the seaside pairs. That's fun. And the nightingale yeah. and, yeah. and braceable. Two of the Debussy chansons. You can only do two in this kind of program. What are the focuses of the two that you've chosen? Well, the first one is just a, a true love song. These are Renaissance texts. Oh, God, how beautiful is this, you know, is this person? And the last one is a kind of a tongue-in-cheek talking about winter and, and how winter is so cruel. And here comes the beautiful spring and beautiful summer. But, oh, winter, why? Do you, what, why? You know, so that, that was a little, more, a little more fun. And these two Shakespeare songs, are, they're interesting because they're completely different composers and didn't really notice until we started working on them. But they're also both based on the kind of the same simple harmonic progression. So it's, it's almost like they have the same, the same bass line. But the, the second one is a setting of a Shakespeare sonnet by a contemporary Canadian composer. And it's, it initially presents as a pretty strange mixture of Shakespeare's very high language and this almost bubblegum pop kind of kind of melody that I like it, but it's it, again it's, it's maybe not what you'd expect when you say, "Oh, I'm going to set this person to set Shakespeare to you know to choral music." Here it comes anyway. Are either of those composers ones we would know? Probably not. No, her name's Laura Holly. Yeah, it's it's more variety than you would normally get in a lyric consort program, and again, born out of a full year ago when we were getting together and just singing really for fun because it was the middle of a pandemic but yet we rehearsed and we learned this stuff so we, we we've turned it into we've turned it into a program make it a double seems upside down. Maybe that's a way of describing our world today. This is an arrangement of a nightingale sang in Barclay Square featuring Manhattan Transfer. It will be on the program this Sunday afternoon as the Lyric Consort, Northeast Pennsylvania's critically acclaimed a cappella vocal ensemble, closing its season with a concert at 3 o'clock on Sunday afternoon, May 22nd, in the sanctuary of St. Luke's Episcopal Church of Scranton. We heard from Dr. Alan Baker, music director, and a highlight of the concert will be the consort's second performance of a new work from composer James Aiken III, commissioned in memory of Dr. Stephen Thomas, a longtime member of the ensemble who recently passed away. Our voices linger setting newly commissioned poetry from Anthony Silvestri, receiving its first performance on May 1st at a Stephen Thomas Celebration Concert in Wilkes-Barre. Other composers, as we heard and works, 
French Chanson by Claude Debussy, Jazz Standards, Embraceable You, and A Nightingale Sang in Berkeley Square, Spirituals, Love Songs, Settings of Shakespeare, and Novelty Songs About the Sea. Students will be admitted free of charge. Tickets will be available at the door. For more information on the web, lyricconsort.com, lyricconsort.com. That's Make It Double, and it's spirituals, jazz standards, love songs, and the important work is the commissioned work, Our Voices Linger, in memory of Dr. Stephen Thomas. We have a chance to see and hear this concert this Sunday afternoon, May 22nd at 3 o'clock, in the sanctuary of St. Luke's Episcopal Church, Wyoming Avenue in downtown Scranton. Make it double. For more information on the web, lyricconsort.com. <laughs> ¶¶ 